Success Odyssey. Law of Attraction. New Thought. Spirituality. Holistic Healing. Motivational Practices. Body, Mind, and Spirit. Spiritual Awakening. The Power of Love. Universal Harmony. Transformation. Success Odyssey. Hi, I'm Brian Jude. I'm an ordinary person just like you. But more than that, I've realized I'm an extraordinary person just like you. So join me as together we embark on our success odyssey. Namaste and welcome to another episode of Success Odyssey. Uh, I've decided to go remote today. Uh, Now that my son is out of school, Jacob is uh, out of school for the summer, my time to record in my home studio, aka my living room, is probably a bit limited. so I've decided to make the most of my time. I had a production meeting for a short film that I'm producing today in New York City and decided that I was going to spend the rest of the day taking my boys to Central Park. Uh, Jacob has a favorite playground of his in Central Park, so that's where we're recording. So you might hear me doing some more interesting location recordings, uh, but it's a wonderful, wonderful June day here uh, in New York City, and I'm proud to present with you another episode of Success Odyssey. Uh, before I begin, I want to do a bit of recap from some previous episodes. First, I have an update on our campaign on Mission Small Business. Uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, I'm planning a project with my co-hosts of Manifesting Mastermind, another show that I do here on the Inspirational Internet Radio Network and the Overnight Keep Underground. We're putting together a TV show, either as a pilot or as a home video or both, using puppets, music, and animation and such to teach kids about the basic principles and techniques for attracting what you want in life, how to be happy, how to be self-confident, how to make the world a better place in general. So to help this project, I entered my production company, Dragon Rider Productions, into Chase Bank's recent campaign, which is called Mission Small Business. And here's the update. We have succeeded in getting the 250 votes needed to qualify. So that means we're now eligible uh, for a $250,000 grant which will not only help our pilot, but also the feature film that I've been developing, The Miracle Man, which, if this is the first time you're listening to any of the podcasts I've been doing, it's based on the story of Morris E. Goodman, uh, who you may remember from The Secret. And I would like to say thank you very much to everyone who voted and who encouraged others to vote as well. It really, really means the world to me. Now, it seems that they are still accepting votes, though I don't know if there's any additional benefits to getting more votes. But if you would like to participate and you have a Facebook account, uh, you can go to missionsmallbusiness.com, log in with Facebook, and in the box for the business name, you type in Dragon Rider Productions. That's three words all together. Uh, If you can't find it for some reason, do a search for companies in Passaic, New Jersey, and you should be able to find it that way. The campaign ends on June 30th, 2012, and I've included a link uh, in the show notes. All right, now, a few weeks ago, I talked about Tom Ufert, uh, as far as he's one of the WordPress bloggers who are listening to the show. Uh, he's also an old friend of mine and a fraternity brother in Fry Mu Alpha Symphonia, which is a national music fraternity that we both belong to. Now, Tom recently started a blog on WordPress, and I said that I wouldn't say much about it until he posted something, and post he did. So check out TomUfert.com. That's T-O-M-U-F-E-R-T, TomUfert.com. Tom is truly an inspirational individual who, as a quadriplegic with three different disabilities, has overcome a great deal of personal adversities and has gone on to achieve much in the political world, uh, as well as charitable organizations, and now he's sharing his personal stories with the world 
through public speaking, as well as his book called Adversity Builds Character, A Second Chance. And you can read all about it and access his blog at TomUfert.com. So please do check that out. Next, I want to talk about my vision board. Now, back on episode five, I shared a recording that actually gave birth to Manifesting Mastermind, in which I spoke with my friends Jen Ponton and Alicia Angel about how to do a vision board. And we had concluded that there really was no wrong way to do one. Now, in case you don't know, a vision board is basically a collage of different images that represent things that you want to manifest in your life. They could be ongoing goals or focused on year-to-year goals. Now, if you go back to that episode, I posted an image of the vision board that I created, which I decided to do in quadrants. It just seemed to feel right to me to do four separate vision boards and affix them all together as one. Instinctively, I focus on the areas of family, career, health, and what I called personal, which was geared very much toward my spiritual growth and wisdom. I arranged in the quadrants in the order that I just mentioned, starting with the top left corner, going clockwise all around, family, career, health, and personal. Like I said, simply that's just how it felt right to me. Now, recently I've been listening to The Marie Diamond Show. Marie Diamond, you may remember, is one of the speakers from The Secret, and she just launched her show on LOA Talk Radio, uh, which is another great network of inspirational radio internet show hosts. Uh, And you can find that at LOARadioNetwork.com. That's LOARadioNetwork.com. And Marie Diamond is very much into feng shui in conjunction with using the law of attraction. She's also come up with what she calls personal law of attraction numbers, and you can learn more about that by going to myloanumber.com. That's myloanumber.com. And when you enter your date of birth and other info, she gives you an LOA number. So I went to the site, and as it turns out, my LOA number is 2, which symbolizes that of a teacher. Go figure. And she gives all sorts of advice on how to, based on your LOA number, how to organize your uh, bedroom and office or workspace or whatever, uh, basically to attract better things into your life. She also talks about vision boards, much to my surprise. And she said, for my vision board, images representing success goals, which is what I equated to career goals, should be in the lower left-hand corner. And relationship goals, which I equated to family goals, should be in the lower right-hand corner. I was amazed how actually all the topics that she mentioned were similar to the ones that I had on my board already. But as it turns out, they were in the opposite corner from where they needed to be. So then she said uh, health should be in the middle right and wisdom goals, which again I equated to my personal goals, should be in the upper left corner. The rest, she says, can be filled in with different images, so I basically just moved my quadrants around. And she also said that um, in order to make a vision board that creates the most results within the law of attraction, you should place a picture of yourself in the center. So I've revamped my vision board, and I'll include an image of that so you can view it on this episode's post on successodyssey.wordpress.com, iirnet.wordpress.com, and on omsug.com, which of course are the three ways in which you can listen to this show. Now keep in mind that I've blurred out some of the faces of some of the celebrities that I want to attract simply because it's really not in good form to make that kind of information public. I am, however, making no bones about the fact that I would like to attract the attention of Ms. Oprah Winfrey, so I have left her face intact. And I will put it out there that if anyone listening to this has a direct contact to Ms. O herself, please let her know that I am doing this film and I would love her company to get involved somehow. Thank you very much. 
Now, if you listen to Manifesting Mastermind, you know that I recently did manifest something very significant from my vision board, and something that I never quite expected to get. When I did my vision board, I put up some images of people exercising using various equipment. And I did that simply to represent the fact that I wanted to get more exercise in my life because, well, I knew that it was needed. But here's a funny story. I went to see the doctor a couple weeks ago because apparently my blood pl- uh, pressure was elevated. And to my knowledge, that has never happened before. So I was kind of freaked out about that. Uh, but he said the usual advice, I need to get more exercise at least 20 minutes, three days a week. And I told him that I tend to walk at least that much every week. And he said walking really wouldn't be enough. I need to do more involved, uh, serious cardio exercises. He said I should use a treadmill or a stationary bike. Um, And so what's funny is when I got home, I took a glance at my vision board. And I happened to see both of those items were on my vision board. I thought that was pretty interesting. I told my wife about it. And her immediate concern, as it tends to be, was the cost. We can't afford that, she said. I said, I know, and then it hit me. But there are ways of obtaining things other than spending money. And no, I don't mean stealing. My concern was the space, as we live in a condo, but I figured we'd figure that one out down the road. And notice I didn't focus on the how. Now, not two days later, I get a text from my neighbor from across the hall. She says, we're getting rid of our elliptical machine. Do you want it? Yes, I texted back in all caps and many exclamation points. When I got home, I double-checked, and sure enough, I put an image of an elliptical machine on my vision board as well, right in the middle of all of those images of people on different equipments. The elliptical machine was prominently centered in that. And to be honest, I, I did actually think of my neighbor's machine just about the day before she texted me, you know, when I was thinking about, you know, how was I going to get a piece of equipment, you know, into the, uh, the space without spending money. I thought, well, what if she gets rid of hers? It, it's amazing. I was just completely, completely blown away. Now, if that's not proof positive that the law of attraction works and how it works, then I don't know what is. If you remember from the movie The Secret, depending upon which version you watch, Esther Hicks explains the three steps to the law of attraction, which are ask, believe, and receive. So I put an image of the elliptical machine on my vision board, thought about it, which is the asking. I knew I needed it, so thoughts of not having it never entered my mind. That's the believing part. I let go of any resistance about getting it, money, space, it didn't matter. That allowed me to receive it, and now I'm following doctor's orders, using it for 20 minutes at least three times a week, unless I have another high-energy workout happening that week. And on off days, I try to do at least five to ten minutes if my schedule allows. Now, just the other day, someone asked me if I've been losing weight. I thought about it, and I figured that the answer is no, actually. I've been discarding it deliberately. To uh, paraphrase Kevin Spacey in the movie American Beauty, it's not like I said, whoops, where did my weight go? So I must be doing something right. One last recap. Back on episode four, I told you about the five Reiki principles and the mantras that I uh, changed them into in order to fit my own perspective. And the original five Reiki principles by Dr. Asui, uh, who is the founder of Reiki, are just for today, I will not be angry. Just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will be grateful. Just for today, I will do my work honestly. Just for today, I will be kind to every living thing. Now, I wanted to make them more present and more focused on working the law of attraction, so I modified the five principles to, just for today, I am choosing to focus on thoughts that manifest happiness. Just for today, I am open to and allowing myself to receive all of the abundance of joy and goodness in the universe that God has to offer. 
Just for today, I give thanks for all that I am, all that I have, all that I am receiving, and all that I am becoming. Just for today, I am living in truth and clarity. Each day I understand more and more about the true nature of all that is. And just for today, I honor and respect the divine nature in myself and all others, and I act accordingly. So this is what I've been using as a daily mantra to get my mind focused on how I want each day to unfold, and I find it to be very helpful. Now, over the past few weeks, I've felt at times that the way I phrase them don't always resonate right with me for one reason or another, so I've been experimenting with different ways to say them. I still adjust them from time to time, depending upon what I'm feeling each day, but for the most part, I've modified the mantra to this. Today, I am happy because of the thoughts on which I've chosen to focus. Today, I let go of all resistance and I allow myself to receive all of the abundance of joy and goodness in the universe that God has to offer. Today, I give thanks for all that I am, all that I have, all that I am receiving, and all that I am becoming. That one is unchanged. Today, I am living in truth and clarity, understanding more and more about the true nature of all that is. Today, I honor and respect the divine nature in myself and in all others, and I act accordingly. That one's also unchanged. So there you have it, my new and improved five Reiki principles, uh, my daily mantra. Uh, so again, I encourage you to do something like that. It's, uh, it's helping me, I think, gain more clarity in life and uh, more perspective. So I would definitely recommend you doing something like that. All right, on to today's topic, my 30-day challenge. Uh, on June 1st, I posted on Twitter and Facebook that I'm proposing a 30-day challenge for the month of June 2012. For the entire month of June, or since I know we're halfway through the month already, for the next 30 days, starting from the day that you're listening to this episode, I'm going to challenge you not to post anything negative in any social media. Facebook, Twitter, Google+, or whatever. If you run a blog... If you're not on any social media, this can also apply to any speech that you have with anyone, which is probably a greater challenge than just abstaining from social media. It can also apply to emails, both personal and professional, or any correspondence with anyone. Now, if you absolutely positively have to say something negative, either to get something off your chest or to address a negative situation, give it a positive twist. And recognize that whatever you're facing at the moment is a challenge designed to teach you something or to make you stronger. And David is clapping his hands in agreement. <laughs> uh, or to allow you to help something else or someone else. And if nothing else, make a post of gratitude for the ability to go through such a challenge. So why is it important not to make negative exclamations to the world? Well, for starters, obviously, if you focus your mind on the positive, it's going to have a positive effect on everything in your life. You'll develop a habit of looking at things in a positive light. Remember, we are creatures of habit, and we develop a positive mental attitude that will help attract positive things in your life by focusing on the positive, by doing that repetitive positive thinking over and over again. But I think what's more important is that it prevents the negative offense, uh, effects rather, of negative thoughts and feelings. We know that negative thoughts and feelings bring negative things into our lives. And again, if you've listened to the last episode of Manifesting Mastermind, which I encourage you to do, we spoke about the power of words and of words being the manifestation of thoughts and the power that words can have. Now, we spoke about the experiments performed by Dr. Masura Imoto and the experiments that he's performed where he froze water and studied the crystals that they formed under a microscope. And what he did, he put labels on the containers and, uh, and basically 
He put labels, different labels on different containers, but used the same water. And what happened is when he froze them, they had different results depending upon what words were on the containers. Words like love, gratitude, peace, and joy formed beautiful hexagonal and snowflake-like patterns, while words like anger, hate, and I'll kill you uh, made these crystals that were grotesque, sickly colored, malformed. I'll include a link in the show notes to the video that shows the results so you can see what exactly what I'm talking about. Now think about this. Our bodies are 66% or, uh, water. Now if these words can have effect on frozen water crystals, what effect can words have on you? What will the words attract for you? What will they do for your mental, emotional, spiritual, and even physical health? So take my 30-day challenge. For the next 30 days, don't post anything negative, even if you feel that you must. If you have to post something negative, look at the positive side of it, focus on that, and express gratitude for going through a challenge. And when you do that, see what effects start happening in your life. See how things change. See, even if you have more difficulties, see if they're coming up in ways that are easier to handle. All right, now it's time to talk about homework. Now, if this is the first time that you're listening, uh, starting in episode one, I started a series of assignments in which we've been keeping a success journal. And in that journal, we're identifying a goal for this year, 2012, taking action toward that goal. And as my friend Anthony Hamilton suggested a few weeks ago, go over your past successes and feeling how they made you feel again. And don't forget to turn on the happy channel. Visualize your goal coming into fruition in your mind and feel great about it. This week, I want you to keep your current situation in mind, your job, your relationships, your health, everything. And remember that anything negative uh, that you feel about where you are now will affect where you want to be. If you're in the habit of thinking negatively about where you are in life or finding fault with people, putting yourself or others down, either via social networking or harsh criticisms, or even the privacy of your own mind, think about what that's doing to you. What's your situation like right now? Are you where you want to be? Well, the truth is, right now you're always where you're supposed to be. Even if it doesn't feel right at the time, it might be because there's something you need to learn But either way, if you feel that all is not right in your world, don't complain about it. Don't foster negative feelings about it. Change the way you look at it. Discard the negative thoughts and replace them with positive thoughts. Use your imagination to give you the image of the situation working out in the best way possible. I've spoken before about Esther and Jerry Hicks and the teachings of Abraham. If you're not familiar with them, please familiarize yourself with them. Abraham is a collective of enlightened beings that speak through Esther Hicks and they have inspired her to write many books and speak all over the world about the law of attraction. Uh, In their book, The Vortex, where law of attraction assembles all cooperative relationships, Abraham says, you cannot get to a new and improved situation by giving your attention to the current situation. The universe and all physical and non-physical players in it is responding to the vibrations that you are offering. And there is no distinction made between the vibrations that you offer as you observe and the vibrations that you offer as you imagine. If you will simply imagine your life the way you want it to be, all cooperative components will be summoned. And even more important, all components that are summoned will cooperate. It is law. So, for your assignment, I want you to try this little exercise. Make it a meditation, if you will. Now, I want you to get in real deep. Just 
focus, focus very deeply on your feelings about your current situation. What's bothering you about your goal? Is something holding you back? Is someone or some situation preventing you from moving forward? What is it? How does it make you feel? What would be the opposite of that feeling? How can you change your point of view so that your feeling about the situation is better? Is there something you can learn from this? Is there another situation that will make you feel more positive? Is there something else you can do? Some action that you can take to change the situation? If so, what is it? You might have to think about that for a long time. But go with your gut. What does your gut tell you? What if you took that action? Or if you can't think of what the action is, what if you took action, any action, that changed your situation? How would that make you feel? What if you changed your situation and it brought you success in achieving your goal? How would that feel? Can you feel that feeling now? Feel it. What does it feel like? Do you feel a tingling in your hands? Do you feel a giddiness bubbling in your heart? Do you feel butterflies in your gut? Do you feel that you want to get up and dance from being so happy, energized, excited? Feel that feeling now. Don't let it go. Carry it with you for as long as possible. When you go back to your daily duties and things start to get frustrating, take a break. If only for half a minute, just take a break, stop what you're doing. Get yourself out of that frustrating situation just for a moment, take a deep breath and bring yourself back to this feeling right now, that feeling of empowerment, that happiness, that energy, that excitedness, and be grateful for the feeling. Be grateful for all that is. Remind yourself that you can change your situation. If you know what to do to change it, write it down in your success journal. If you don't know, that's okay too. Write down and repeat to yourself, the answer is coming. The answer is coming. Thank you. Thank you. So try this exercise, create your own meditation audio if you like, and practice it at least two to three times a week. And as always, please let me know what results are showing up in your life. Remember, you can leave comments on each episode on my blog at successodyssey.wordpress.com. You can email me at successodysseypodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on the Facebook page, uh, which you can find by searching for Success Odyssey on Facebook. And don't forget, please log 
like the Facebook page as well. Uh, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash success odyssey. And please, please leave comments on iTunes by searching for success odyssey in the iTunes store. And you can subscribe to this and other great shows on the Inspirational Radio Network at iirnet.wordpress.com. So please check that out. And if you have a show that you'd like me to include on the network or a show that you could suggest to me, uh, please let me know. As I mentioned earlier, we're also now on the Overnightscape Underground at omsug.com. And I want you to always remember, you are already living the life of a successful person. Be the successful person that you are and continue your journey of success with me. I thank you for listening, and I look forward to speaking with you again next time. Namaste.